Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I hope you're having a tremendous Tuesday. I hope you had a good day, a good afternoon, a good night, a good evening. Oh, I'm good. I'm having me a good old time. Just wrapping up the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, right? It's done. I was going to say I wish I was in Kansas City for the parade tomorrow, but that, that'd be a lie. I'm not a fan of crowds, not a fan of being surrounded by drunks, not a fan of Taylor Swift. I don't need to hear Travis Kelsey uh, yelling like a lunatic. I do like Patrick Mahomes. I like the Chiefs. I like them. I don't hate them. They're not villains to me. Not yet, anyway. Either way, I'm going to be hanging out with you for one more hour. This show, it gets started every single weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. You can listen on the free Odyssey app. You can listen on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. Hello to everybody all over the country, all over the nation, all over North America. Hello, Canada. I know somebody's listening in Mexico. A lot of people in Mexico. Hello, Mexico. Anyway, you can also tune in on Sirius XM channel 158. I know we got a bunch of truck drivers. They don't got to worry about changing the station or the channel. And then, of course, we got folks listening on a smart speaker. Got one in your house? Got one at home? Ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. And boom, all your dreams come true. JR Sport Brief. I pop up and you don't got to do anything. Thank you to super producer and host Ryan Hickey. He's holding it down for us on the boards in New York City. And me, I'm just holding it down on Peachtree Street here in Atlanta, Georgia. We've had a busy, busy day. A lot to talk about. Thank you so much. Matt Verderam came through. Talked with us about the Super Bowl. Is on his way to the, the parade in Kansas City. Must be nice. For him, talked about Andy Reid, talked about Deshaun Foster, the new head coach of UCLA. We heard from Kyle Shanahan. He spoke today. He gave an update on the answer about, hey, why why didn't your players know the overtime rules? A, A matter of fact, let's not waste time. Kyle Shanahan, yeah, he did all that explaining the other day. We heard his players say, hey, uh, we didn't know the overtime rules. Kyle Shanahan explained. Take a listen to this. Not too long ago. 
we did say, and we told everyone as we were waiting for the coin toss, hey, review everyone with them, make sure they're sure before we go out. So we asked the position coach to do that, but no, I didn't cover it in a meeting on the Super Bowl week. I don't think that changes anything. Um, we did it with our analytics department. We decided that going into the playoffs. What, you know, I think you guys know how I've explained how I make decisions with that stuff in the past. I take all the information I can get, um, especially ones I haven't been in, and um, our analytics felt that was the best way to go. But as you guys know, I don't always just go with that. Uh, I take into account what they say, what they think is right, and then I go off my gut in the heat of battle, and I knew what they felt going into it. And when I think about that during the moments I have to make the decision, I think the type of game it was did match what they felt was the best way to do. It did seem more like a field goal game. Um, and our defense had been out there for a real long time right before that. So uh, was no, I didn't feel at all to override that at the time. Uh, yeah, that still, that still doesn't sound good. Yeah, well, we had to, uh, yeah, I told the position coaches to let the guys know, well, nobody told Eric Armstead, right? Or what was he doing? Sucking down water? What was he doing? I don't know. Looking for oxygen? Probably, possibly. That was, uh, it's bad. And let's see, let's see how he bounces back. If he gets a chance to. Because Kyle Shanahan was also asked about the idea that he can't win the big one. Now, this excuse, it had me in stitches. Listen. When you say big games, like, we've got to win a bunch of big games to get to Super Bowls. Um, We've won a lot of big games here. Uh, We've won a lot of big games to get into playoffs. Um, The fact that we keep getting there shows you guys how how much we win games or big games, and I think you guys are aware of that. Um, But it's, you know, these two Super Bowls, I've been tough losing to Kansas City. Um, but to think that if if we win that, that means I can win a big game. No, that means our team won the Super Bowl. Um, that's, what, that's what I understand. You guys can have any narrative you want, but like the success or the failure, uh, it comes down to one game. And I hope that I can be a part of a team that wins a game at the end of the year. But to say that the Niners can't win a big game would be an extremely inaccurate statement. Uh, don't lower yourself as the coach now. People are asking about you, the leader, man. You, the decision maker. And we ain't talking about the, the championship game. We know the big game is the Super Bowl. Stop it. Kyle Shanahan is, I don't know. Did he have something to drink? I, I have no idea. I'm not saying the man is a drunk, but just, yeah, you, you want to defend yourself, but the words just, they don't make them sound, they don't make them look good. Okay? Don't make them look good. They don't sound good. It just sounds like excuses. And at the same time, you don't lost the Super Bowl, gave up a big lead, well, not a big lead, but a double digit lead in the Super Bowl again. Like, how much whooping do you want to take? People are already crapping on you, so I guess you might as well go out on your shield. Meanwhile, Andy Reid continues to get praised, right? Patrick Mahomes, the praise continues just being showered in from all of them. How about even earlier today on the Jim Rome show, Mitchell Schwartz, he talked about what makes Andy Reid a great head coach. Listen to this. What makes him so great is he's able to combine a personality and like a human nature to how demanding he is and how much he expects out of people. And it makes for a really fun work environment because he's not someone that, you know, makes sure that everyone's 
doing everything to these exact natures every single time. And so you feel like you're given some leash and you're given some room to be yourself. You know, his biggest motto is be yourself, show your personality. He wants, you know, Travis to be who Travis is. He wants Pat to be who he is. Now, if you go a little bit too far, he's not going to be afraid to rein that back in. And that's where he is so good is he's able to let guys express themselves, be themselves, have fun, enjoy every single day. And that's, that's really key. I mean, you want to love going to work every day. You want to love your job. And he fosters that kind of environment, and he makes it really special. Well, that's nice. Yeah, like when Travis Kelsey had fun shaking him up, almost knocking him over. That was all fun in games. Anyway, so we, we got to balance things out. We talk, talk so much about Shanahan, and we, we got we to gotta talk some greatness here. Hey, let's, let's listen to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes also had some thoughts and ideas about Andy Reid being great, one of the greatest ever. I mean, he's one of the best coaches of all time. I believe he's the best coach of all time. I mean, I know he doesn't have the trophies yet, and I have a lot of respect for some of those great coaches. Um, but the way he's able to navigate every single team he has, um, continue to have success no matter where he's at. Um, and for me, he brings out the best of me because he lets me be me. I think that's, that's important is he doesn't try to make me anyone else. I, I don't think I'd be the quarterback that I am if I didn't have Coach Reed being the, my head coach. Um, and, um, and, he, he, and that, other than that, he wants you to be the best person you can be, and that's something that I think is uh, truly special. It's making me cry a little bit, just a little bit. Maybe it's the air conditioning here in the studio, possibly. Patrick Mahomes, he gets bigged up too. We know he's great. I told you in order to have success in the NFL, you typically, you got to have a great quarterback. You got to have a great coach. Nobody does it by themselves. Like I could have, if I took Tom Brady and threw him on the Lions, what the hell would they be? I don't know, maybe one Super Bowl, two? I know it sounds dirty to even think about, right? Patrick Mahomes, is he receives a lot of love as well. Travis Kelsey, always finding something to scream about. He's on CBS Sports Network, the Super Bowl post game. Travis Kelsey just tossing flowers at Mahomes. Listen. I guess at this point I take it, take it for granted, but I know we're in every single game I'm ever, I've ever played in with him. No matter what the score is, no matter how much time is left, that guy's got magic in his right arm, man, and he just he, he found ways to propel us, even with his legs, as you saw today. Yeah, well, he's an excellent athlete. He's an excellent quarterback. I think we've seen this. Someone else who's been able to learn this and, and witness it firsthand, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He had some positive words for Mahomes as well. I mean, look at him. Look what he's doing. Um, six AFC championships or something like that. Um, three Super Bowls, something like that. You know, he's just doing it, man. And uh, he's the best to, to play this game right now. Um, and he's just willing his team to Super Bowl after Super Bowl. All right, I got one more comment of positivity, and then I'm going to talk to you. And then we're going to share some words from uh, Tiki Barber. Yeah, former New York Giants running back or current host on WFAN New York City. Uh, Tiki had some words about the entire overtime. Anyway, let's listen to Warren Moon. Warren Moon joined us. A Hall of Fame quarterback was here with us last night. The JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. And uh, Warren Moon talked about the greatness of Mr. Mahomes. I think it's his competitiveness. I think we all know that he's a very physically talented guy as far as being able to throw the football from all different angles with his arm uh, to be able to run the football you know, and, and, and really put pressure on the defense with his legs, scramble, make plays outside the pocket. 
But I think it's his competitiveness that, that really drives him over the top. And you could see on that last drive, he wanted to take that football game over. Uh, he dropped back to pass one time, and he had no intention of throwing the football. He just took off and ran and got about 15, 20 yards on a scramble because he wanted to do it on his own if he had to. And, and that's what he was doing on that drive. He, I think he was 8 for 8 in overtime, um, and then he had you know, a couple of big scrambles. So the thing that I love about him is his competitiveness, and especially at, at winning time in ball games. That's when he seems to play his best, and that's when you want your quarterback playing his best football. Yeah, he's awesome. He, he to me, he looked like the Terminator out there. And so we're gonna have plenty of chances and time and opportunity just to see what they 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 keep on doing into the future. Tomorrow they celebrate. We've had a lot of drunks at these uh, these these parades. I mean, even the Las Vegas Aces, they kind of get get kind of lit, right? Clay Thompson almost ran over a lady. Well, he didn't almost; he ran over a lady. Tom Brady almost lost the Vince Lombardi Trophy in Tampa Bay. He almost lost the trophy because he was drunk. Michael Malone, the head coach of the Denver Nuggets, cursing up a storm last year at the parade. I feel like I'm going back a ways. J.R. Smith, remember him? Yeah, shooting guard for the Cleveland Cavaliers, won a championship with LeBron. It seemed like J.R. Smith didn't walk around with a shirt for like three years. Where is he now? Playing golf in school, in college. He is. Or was. Hey, Hickey, who's most likely to uh, make a scene tomorrow? Oh, I mean, it's got to be Travis Kelsey, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, is he? Well, we don't know about the girlfriend, but if the girlfriend is there, he's going to act like a normal human, right? Normal-ish for Travis Kelsey's standards, which is, like, still relatively crazy for most people. But if she's there, he has to tone it down. Has to, right? And then when you gotta be on your best behavior? I don't know best behavior. I I think I would agree. You would definitely see a toned down version where he won't be uh, maybe it's less cursing. I mean, I don't know about less drinking. Maybe it's just less on the mic, possibly. Um, although that didn't really seem to change much after the game on Sunday. Oh, I think man. you will get a little bit of a maybe mellowed out Travis Kelsey, but again, I a mellowed out Travis Kelsey at a, a championship parade. Is like if you know you were to crank it up, let's say, and your max was a ten. That's probably for your standards, like an eight or nine. Yeah, but these are the opportunities, and I, I think anybody in a relationship can can relate to a certain degree. You know, they have milestones in a relationship. It's you know celebrating a personal achievement. You know, going on that first trip. Obviously, there's a first date. Like there's there's different levels of being in a relationship. And who knows? I don't know. I don't know Taylor Swift from a hole in the wall. I don't know if she's going to be there. But the fact is, if she is, you would think, and I don't know, maybe he should just be himself. I hope he does. But you you got to think in the back of his head, he's just like, oh, this is I'm doing too much. Right, now I'm a drunk, and now people are saying this. So everything that he does is so carefully crafted. His career has been carefully crafted to move him into being a celebrity. And so, yeah, I would think he's going to be very careful, you know, how he approaches things. But he is a normal guy. He's 
He's going to talk about fighting for your right to party. He's going to drink a beer. And if uh, Taylor Swift is there, who knows? She might have a beer, too. And there's going to be a lot of security if she's there. I have not a damn clue or an idea. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Sean is calling from Arizona. You're on the JR Sport Show. Go ahead, Sean. What's going on, JR? Longtime listener. I love the show. I'm actually about an hour and a half away from Las Vegas. Diehard Raider fan, but I have an idea. And it sucks to say it, but everybody talks about the Chiefs not having weapons for Mahomes. There's a disgruntled wide receiver out in Buffalo that's going to be looking for a new contract. I can't imagine a better combination, especially if he wants to have a shot at an actual championship. So you want you want the Chiefs? No, I don't want it, but I'm just a problem solver in my own right, so I can't help it. I love the game too much. But I'd rather if, have good games. If you're the Buffalo, so outside of everything going on with his contract, I know his cash mm-hmm. for this upcoming season is not guaranteed. The Buffalo Bills got until I think a couple of weeks to figure out what the hell they want to do with him. But exactly. if, if, if you're the Bills, why in the hell would you flip him to the team that just keeps whooping your ass? That's, assume, that's assuming that he doesn't do like all the other, uh, other players that are having contract issues where he sits out. So you take, you uh, take even quarters on the dollar. I don't Nah, Sean, I don't, I don't know. That's, that's, that's a tough pill to, to swallow. I know, I know players, and I don't know if Stephon Diggs, has that much quote-unquote juice. Uh, I don't know if he's going to do that. I wouldn't find that to be a realistic. And for the Buffalo Bills who just keep getting smacked out of the postseason by the Chiefs, I mm-hmm. I, I don't know about that, man. That's that's like asking, hey, go out there and uh, kiss your sister, man. That's some tough doing, Sean, okay? Hey, I don't I don't doubt that. Like I said, as a Raider fan, I would rather it not happen. Yeah. But as a problem solver and a fan of the game, that's the only thing I can see that they could really do offensively to make any better. Well, help me out here. How do you feel about Antonio Pierce? I like what Antonio Pierce has, uh, brings to the game. You know, not only the fact that you take his his, hair, his lineage and his love for the team, but just the, the change in philosophy for that team in general, going to a defensive mind uh, coach who brings the energy that's a player's coach. He does. You know, the proof's in the pudding. They went out, they got the win against the Chiefs on Christmas Day. You know, he, he basically did what uh, the other interim did two years ago, but better record-wise, and I think that he was well-deserving. All right. Well, so, let, let, I'm let's all see, for it. Let's see if uh, all the player love and community love works out for him. Sean, thank you for calling from Arizona. Yes, yes, sir. No problem. As we had that conversation, North Carolina lost again. Syracuse just beat them as uh, the fans stormed the court. 86-79. to Syracuse knocks off the North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, North Carolina ain't been looking all that good most recently. They lost to Clemson, Clemson, excuse me, this time last week, last Tuesday. And before that, they lost to Georgia Tech. They were able to get a victory over Miami over the weekend. And so North Carolina, as we move a little bit closer to March Madness, North Carolina, the Tar Heels, they're going up and down and up and down and up and down. And I know that there are going to be a lot of funny looks at Hubert Davis as to why this team can't run, quote-unquote, in a straight line. Syracuse with a massive upset here over North Carolina, 86 
to 79. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of hoops, Shaquille O'Neal in the news tonight. He's the first player in Magic history to get his number retired. Also, Shaquille O'Neal, he's in the news, or I guess he's relevant, for another reason that we discussed tonight, and it involves the New York Knicks. What the hell does Shaq have to do with the Knicks besides pushing around Chris Dudley? We'll explain. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. Don't move. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Man, it's just time flies when you're having fun. I think when it comes to Tiki Barber and his thoughts on the overtime rule, we're probably going to have to get into that tomorrow. As I told you right before the break, I don't know what the heck is going on with North Carolina, the Tar Heels. Syracuse just beat them 86 to 79. All those fans up in the Carrier Dome, well, not all of them, but they certainly went out there and they, they stormed the court. In North Carolina, losing to Georgia Tech, it's just, uh, yeah, well, they got to get it together. Hubert Davis going to start getting them funny looks, real funny looks. Anyway, Shaquille O'Neal, point of emphasis right now. Why? Earlier on in the show, we shared with you that the New York Knicks are protesting a loss last night against the Houston Rockets. The New York Knicks lost to the Rockets. The final score was 105 to 103. Jalen Brunson was called on a, well, he he got a foul called on him for fouling Justin Holliday, who was attempting a three-point shot. Well, you foul a guy attempting a three-point shot, you take three free throws. Unfortunately, the call was incorrect. Justin Holliday knocked down two out of the three shots. The Houston Rockets won. But after the game, 
the referee admitted the call was incorrect, that Jalen Brunson should not have been called for a foul, and the New York Knicks are currently protesting the results. Now, Ryan Hickey, we talked about this, and and you shared with me the update earlier on in the show. You can protest the conclusion of a game. The referee admitted that they were wrong. You know, basically the New York Knicks, they want a do-over. The New York Knicks want a correction in Hickey. When is the last time that we've actually had a successful, a successful appeal to restart and finish a game? All the way back, JR, in 2008, featuring the Heat and Hawks, in which Shaquille O'Neal in overtime was incorrectly ruled to have fouled out. The scorekeeper said he had six fouls. He actually had five fouls. NBA was able to confirm that. The Heat protested. And so the next time they visited Atlanta, they replayed the last 51 seconds of overtime. Neither team scored, so the Heat lost anyway. But they were able to replay the game because Shaq was uh, incorrectly uh, ruled to to have fouled out of the game. The ironic part, though, they made this game first happened in December. By the time they uh, visited Atlanta next and the game was replayed at the end, it was March. Why that's significant? Because the man in question surrounding this entire thing, Shaq, was no longer on the heat. <laughs> Traded at the trade deadline to the Suns. So all of that huffing and puffing, the, the heat win the challenge, if you will, and then they get to resume the game without the guy that they wanted back in the game because he was traded. You can't make that up. And so Shaquille O'Neal wasn't even around. He was done. He was on another team wearing a different uniform. I mean, if you're the NBA, you got to be like, if you're going to trade him away, the one guy that was ruled out of the game, then this game's over then. Yeah. that You said this was 2008? 2008. Wow. That wasn't even the last uniform that, that Shaq wore. By the time his career finished up, it felt like he was just trying to get to every team to complete the rainbow. Like, I, I remember he was on the Celtics. He was on the Suns. He was on the Cavs for a minute. I, you know what? I think I, I think I saw Shaq. I think I saw Shaq play as a Cavalier. I think I did. I'd have to look back in the memory bank. I, I believe I saw – I think I saw him come to Madison Square Garden. But he was, he was done at that point in time. It just – what I remember Shaq, obviously for the Lakers, and then when he burst onto the scene, you know, with the Orlando Magic, and Shaquille O'Neal is a, uh, he's a force. A matter of fact, the Orlando Magic, they are retiring his number uh, tonight in Orlando. We know for years they didn't necessarily, you know, have the greatest or best relationship. You think about Shaq, and it automatically always goes to Lakers, the success with, with Kobe. Uh, right now, Oklahoma City uh, leads Orlando 99 to 85. There's about 10 minutes left in the game. And so we'll see what happens there. Is they're going to have a nice ceremony uh, to honor uh, Shaquille O'Neal? And you know what? On the other side of the break, we'll, we'll actually pop into some words uh, from uh, Charles Barkley on Shaq getting his jersey retired. And then Shaquille O'Neal also had a, a press conference prior to the game. It'll be interesting to hear what he has to say. Uh, about his former team that people don't really talk about. It's just like, yeah, Shaq started off with the magic. He whooped people's asses. He went to the finals, and they didn't give him enough money, so he went to L.A. 
that's, that's how the story is. It, it really is. 855-212-4CBS. Before we do that, and before next segment, we give you uh, what took place this day in sports history. Let's talk to Sam. Sam is calling from Alabama. You're on the JR Sport Show. What's up, Sam? Hey, JR. Uh, hey, before we get into it, big fan of the show. I've been listening you, to you on my uh, nightly commutes home for about two years now, and really I wouldn't think of listening to anything else. JR, my, my girlfriend won't call me anymore because she knows I'm listening to JR. So oh, wow. first time caller, but. I wanted to talk about Spags and, and specifically Ooh, what? what he did. Who? <laughs> I, I, wanted, I wanted to talk a little bit about Steve Spagnola. Oh, and, oh, and, oh, okay. All right, Steve Spagnola. Okay, sure, go ahead. Yes, sir. And uh, Kyle Shanahan and him were in an absolute chess match. And I, I have an idea about Spags' strategy. Call it a conspiracy, but, but I want to know what you think. I think I really think Spags told his guys, if the Niners are going to win, Christian McCaffrey has to beat us. Now, let me explain. When when the Niners were on that three-game skid early in the season, when they lost the Browns, Vikings, Bengals, Christian McCaffrey was, I don't want to say taken out of the game, but he was managed. So throw that on tape. You say, all right, that's how we beat the Niners. We take Christian McCaffrey out of the game. Obviously, teams were unable to do that with consistency down the stretch, but if you throw up that Ravens box score, Christian McCaffrey, 100-yard game and a touchdown, all right, but they still lost by two scores. I think Spags got his game plan thesis off of that tape and said, he has to beat us. We're going to contain him, but we're going to key the other weapons. Debo, three catches, three carries. Brandon Ayuk, three catches. George Kittle, two catches, four. I know he had a big catch called back and the injury issues didn't help. But who had to step up? Jawan Jennings with four catches. Yeah, and a to touchdown throw a touchdown receiving. and catch one. Yeah. yeah For a second, I, I really thought Jawan Jennings was going to be a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. And yeah, not, not bad to catch him. I mean, I, I think a little bit different from uh, Tom Brady's ex-wife. My husband can't throw and catch, not at the same time. But I put it to you this way, Sam. I don't remember who the hell said it. It's one of the defenders on the Kansas City Chiefs. And I, I, I don't want to just kind of dump on Brock Purdy because I like the guy. I've been defending him. But there was a defender who pretty much said, we just wanted Brock Purdy to throw the ball. And he almost had to throw the ball 40 times. And by the way, they were leading. So I, yeah. I think you, you have it right there. Christian McCaffrey yep. had 80 yards on the ground. He also had 80 yards receiving. 80 and receiving, yep. And, they, yep. They and still I think took that was all a part of the Spagnola plan because what did it make them? It made them – predictable and make them one-dimensional it made them have to rely on their ace and the Niners are best when they play complementary offensive football but yeah I think Spag you know not verbatim but probably said to his guys screw the ace we're going to take away everything else I don't think they can beat us with Christian McCaffrey alone yeah but well, anyways well, they are I'll, yes. I'll, I'll listen to what you have to say but big fan of the show appreciate thank you, you. Uh, thank you Sam appreciate you for listening much love for Alabama now nah, look I don't think it takes a whole lot to go, hey, we got to try to stop Christian McCaffrey. Debo Samuel is basically a Swiss Army knife here in the NFL. He only had 33 yards on the ground. Debo had three catches for eight yards. Excuse me. He had three carries for eight yards. He only had three receptions for 33 yards. Not, not necessarily a recipe for success. 855-212-4CPS. I'm going to get some more of your calls before we have to roll out. 
Let's take a listen to uh, Shaquille O'Neal on the other side of the break as the Orlando Magic get ready to retire his number. And then I'm going to share with you a pretty violent story of something that took place this day in sports. Or if it wasn't violent, at least it was very threatening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Charles Barkley, what a funny guy. I met Charles Barkley. He said, Hey, you know, you look like. Who the hell did he tell me I look like? He said, I look like Chris Paul, I think he said. Whatever he said, every interaction has always been a, a funny one. Charles Barkley, as nice of a guy as you would imagine when he's not throwing people through windows. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. If you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, go ahead and Google it. I find it hilarious, as we just heard from Pat Boyle, of the Los Angeles Lakers are hosting the eight, eight, how many games they've won? The Pistons won eight games. And Anthony Davis and LeBron James are in L.A. going, man, I ain't suiting up against them. Are you serious? Pistons don't got a damn thing to play for. I'm going to go out there and break a sweat against them? Ha! Spare me. Anyway, also in action, we talked about this before the break. Uh, The Thunder are in Orlando to take on the Magic. The Thunder are leading 115 to 98. Uh, The Oklahoma City Thunder led by Shea Gilgis Alexander, one of the best teams in the NBA, a young squad. It'll be interesting to see how good they are uh, come postseason time. And the Magic, uh, well, I think I said this is a Thunder leading 115-98, about five minutes left. And the Magic have been a, a nice surprise this year. It's 29-24, and 24, a young roster. They have a chance to continue to improve. Uh, Paolo Boncaro is an all-star first time. But the big news tonight is that Shaquille O'Neal is getting his jersey retired. The same Shaquille O'Neal who was drafted number one overall by the Orlando Magic in 1992. The same Shaquille O'Neal, who helped take the Orlando Magic to the finals in 1995. Akeem Olajuwon took their lunch. And the same Shaquille O'Neal, who extended his career, legendary career, with the Los Angeles Lakers. And so, Shaquille O'Neal, he spoke prior to the game because they're going to have the ceremony post-game. I guess they're going to really take some time on this. Shaq talked about why this jersey retirement is is the biggest and most special of his career. This is what he told his co-workers at TNT. Out of all, all, all the ceremonies, this is the most exciting, and let me tell you why. At LSU, I knew what was going to happen because 
you know, the, the dean, uh, Joe Dean at the time said, hey, man, you're one of our greatest players. If you come back and get your degree, you're going to retire your jersey. So I knew it was going to happen. The Lakers, I kind of forced it to happen because I wanted my name to be up there. Orlando, me playing four, here, playing here four years, going to the finals once, going to the ring of ceremony and that being it and nobody else having their jersey retired. I never thought this day would happen. It means a lot. It's a lot of great players that, that played here, including you, Vince, uh, Grant Hill, Penny Hardaway, T-Mac, Nick, D. Scott. So, you know, to, to, to be the first is definitely an honor. Yeah, it's you, – you didn't know. You thought it would eventually come because he, he helped pretty much put the magic on the map. Like, it, it, there was nothing else to care about. I know a lot of Shaquille O'Neal is, is so closely associated now with, with the Lakers and Kobe Bryant and the championships. You, but young Shaq was a problem. If you didn't see or remember young Shaq, yeah, there was an evolution. That man was flying all over the place like a madman. And then by the time he got to Los Angeles and he got bigger, he's, he became the incredible Hulk. A Shaquille O'Neal just, it, he was fun to watch. A beast. Imagine, I can't even say it because it'd be disrespectful. I was going to say, imagine if Zion Williamson was 7-1 and had post moves. But what I always appreciated about Shaq is his touch. Like, he was a giant human being. But if you didn't see him play, it wasn't that he was just big or big and strong and he just muscled everybody. This man was, was light on his feet for his size. He was graceful. So he was a combination of power and skill. He wasn't just some gigantic brute. He was ridiculously skilled. And that's what made him so fun to watch. Despite how great he is, Charles Barkley, he had to, you know, show love to uh, Shaquille O'Neal. But he made some uh, some jokes about him and how many jerseys that he wore. Listen to Charles Barkley congratulating Shaq on getting his jersey retired with Orlando. Hey, big congratulations. Wait a minute. Is this the Lakers, Cleveland, Miami, Suns, or Boston, Kenny, Jersey retirement? Oh, my bad. Orlando Magic. Hey, Big. We love you, man. It couldn't happen to a better guy. It's well-deserved. We proud of you. It's an honor and privilege to work with you every week. We love you, and congratulations on the Magic retiring your jersey. Cool stuff. Charles Barkley always got to throw a – a dig in there. But that's how you know people love you when they talk crap to you, you know, back and forth. So uh, congratulations to Shaquille O'Neal. I know that that ceremony is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of jokes. And I'm not expecting, you know, uh, Shaq to get overly emotional here. But it's, it's going to be interesting how, how that whole thing is received. And Penny Hardaway is in attendance without a shadow of a doubt. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. You know, while we are on the subject of, uh, of hoops, uh, tonight we learned about, or I watched here in the studio, the upset as a Syracuse went out there and beat North Carolina. This is a time of year where, where tensions get hot. Everybody's starting to jockey for uh, positioning in their conference. People are starting to think about uh, not just the Final Four, but March Madness. And so if I want to think about this day in sports, Something that took place 30 years ago. This is, this. oh man, this is head scratching. 30 years ago was 1994. 
feels like yesterday. But anyway, 30 years ago was 1994. UMass, Temple, these were two top programs back in 1994. One led by John Chaney with the Owls. The other one still led by a young John Calipari. UMass beat Temple 56-55. to Mike Williams had a game winner. You know, you think about some of the talent that was out there on the court. My main man, Eddie Jones, uh, Marcus Canby was out there. And so after the game, John Calipari was accused of, quote-unquote, working the officials after the game, like spending a little too much time with him. Well, John Chaney came in, and he did not appreciate the fact that he wasn't involved in the conversation involving the refs. And so after the game, John Chaney came in, and he interrupted John Calipari's press conference, and he didn't just say, you suck, why are you talking to the refs? He even threw in a threat. You might recall this from this day in 1994, February 13th. You see your kids out there pushing and shoving. The guys did a hell of a job. You had the best officiating you could ever get here. And for you to ride them, I want to be a party of that. I just got my ass blasted for giving them hell down in West Virginia. And here you get a hell of a job right here today. Good job. Three class guys. And you pick them out here and single them out. You can't get that together. You're the guys. Shut up, guys. Some things never cease to amaze me. Yeah, that was that was 30 years ago. That's the day before Valentine's Day, the night before Valentine's Day, probably an hour away from Valentine's Day. And John Chaney threatened to kill another coach. Well, God rest his soul. John Chaney is no longer here. He passed away in 2021 at the age of 89. And, well, we know John Calipari, he's still trying to pick up another championship out at Kentucky. You know, following that outburst, threatening to kill another coach, nationally televised, I will kill you. Well, uh, John Chaney was only suspended one game. One game. I don't know. I know the answer to this. In 1994, we were less, less soft than we are today. Hey, Hickey. If uh, one coach went out and threatened another one, told everybody in a press conference that he was going to kill him, how many games is he getting? I mean, I feel safe in saying that he probably wouldn't coach again this season. Oh, my. You think? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to kill you while you're out for the rest of the year. Yeah. Counseling probably gets involved, too. Oh, my God. Counseling? I mean, look at what they're doing with Draymond. Do you think that uh, John Chaney went to anger management after he threatened to kill that guy? (laughs) Calipari? No? I don't think so. I don't think that was in the cards for John. They gave him a phone call. They said, hey, you're going to miss a day of work. (laughs) Just calm your ass down. That's all they did. I'm going to kill you. Unbelievable. Much simpler times, right? You are. (laughs) You're right about that. Everybody has to go to crisis counseling, and we got to hear about it on a podcast. And said, hey, man, I'm uh, going to kill you. God rest his soul, John Chaney. That's uh. I would say that is one of the more famous press conferences that we've ever had, I think, in a world of sports. And we could start thinking about some of the famous ones. We had Mara playoffs, playoffs. We had that, and we, we they are who we thought they are. 
we we've had some uh, iconic lines, but I will kill you. Yeah, that 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 I don't think we'll be hearing that one anytime soon. Too too much on the line for all the players as as well as uh, the coaches. Rest in peace to John Chaney. You've been listening to the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Listen, folks, I'm going to be back with you tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern. Three Pacific. If you missed a minute or a second of this show, it's very simple. All you have to do is hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. We talked about the Chiefs and we talked about the Niners. Kyle Shanahan had more excuses tonight. Thank you so much to our guests in the 6 o'clock, 3 o'clock hour for coming through. Matt Verderam of Sports Illustrated. If you missed it, hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. Tomorrow, the Kansas City Chiefs have their parade. I guess it should be a lot of fun. I'm just waiting to see who's drunk and how drunk they are, okay? The JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's a wrap. You can find me everywhere, at JR Sport Brief. That's Twitter, Instagram, X, Facebook. Happy Valentine's Eve. Don't get sucking into nothing. Be safe and have fun. Today and tomorrow, every day. Thank you, Hickey. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. Bart Winkler coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 